friends hello <laughs> it's funny i've been downloading episodes and i realize that they all kind of start the same and it definitely wasn't intentional <laughs> but i guess it's just what happens when i turn the microphone on so friends february what you got if you're like me and you really enjoy the feelings of starting fresh Let's just activate that now with the new month, the new day. Everybody take a deep breath in with me and sigh it out. <sighs> Man, what are you working on? What are you doing, focusing on coming up for this month? Let me know in the show notes and on Instagram so I can cheer you on. It's one of my favorite things to do is just to pop in, say hello. And some of you, it freaks you out. It's like, I forgot that I even told you about this. But at the same time, there's a lot of you saying that you are glad that you do, just so that someone else is holding you accountable to your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, so your goals. So I am here for you. So what is something that you are proud of this month? Throughout January, I participated in Yoga with Adrian's 30-day new breath series, and it was beautiful. And I saved the YouTube playlist because I know I will revisit it. And I did not do 30 days, but <laughs> I also told myself going into it that if I did at least 20 days, to me, that would be success. And I did more than 20 and not 30. So for me, I did exactly what I wanted to. I'm also proud of myself because I've been building the Kindness Drives Change classroom. Have you seen it yet? Have you peeked? I will link it in the show notes. You can, um, yeah, we'll talk about it more. But this is my online learning platform that will house all things mastermind, all of my courses, challenges, and so much more. And I am just, I keep saying it, but I'm beyond excited. The full content drop will be at the end of February, and that's when you will get all access to the Feelings Foundational course and the Mindfulness Bundle that comes with a journaling challenge and also a meditation challenge. And I'm revamping Mindful Time, and together as a mastermind group, we are going to work on a 90-day goal together. It's going to be super hype. <laughs> So, so the mastermind right now is on early bird pricing until the beginning of March. So the early bird pricing will um, continue until the beginning of March. So if you are interested in the mastermind and working more one-on-one -on -one with me, this is how we do it and get on that pricing. It's going to be a good one. And I'm also um, going to be offering the mindfulness bundle as a separate purchase as well. So if that's interesting to you because you want to start journaling or meditating, but don't want to commit to the full mastermind where we do one-on-one -on -one coaching and other monthly challenges, no pressure. It's all good. There is still so much support within those courses and in that bundle. But it is also almost the same 
price as the early bird pricing for Mastermind. So just go, go look, go take a peek. Again, it says that there's zero courses in the bundle, but it's just because I haven't published them. I'm still making them all, but they will be available to you at the end of this month. And it's just been so much fun. It's starting to come together and it's honestly something I've been picturing for a really long time, but I had all of the how questions and what do I do? Where do I go? How do I do this? It doesn't make sense. And so I'm excited to talk and walk you guys through all of that process again through mindful time. And I really had to sit myself down, but figure it out. And I'm glad that I did. It's always the hard and the annoying stuff <laughs> that takes the longest. But I found that if I just make space for it, I will I can get excited to get it done. So link in the show notes if you want to see again what the Kindness Drives Change classroom looks like so far. You can sign up for things and get access at the end of this month. So it's been a lot of fun, fulfilling, tiring. But if you have questions and want to see me teach on a specific topic, send me a message. All right, in our true crime corner, I've been watching Night Stalker. Oh my God, who else? Who else? I need to know. I love the progression and just the evolution of true crime because, man, Forensic Files was, it's it's a good one for sure, but you know, <laughs> just the way that they tell stories and oh, it was just a really interesting um documentary series on Netflix. It's super short. I think there's only four episodes or so, but if you have watched it, I want to know what else are you watching? (laughs) All right. Last week we talked about living in balance and it's funny because I feel like the world uh, really tested me with this in January and a lot over the past few weeks specifically. And today we are investigating the feelings of acceptance. And so if you're not in alignment with these feelings, you may be experiencing a lot of guilt, feeling loneliness. And we're going to talk about all of that here, why we feel these, where we feel them, why they come up, and most importantly, how we can get back into that acceptance mode mindset. Let's do it. Welcome to Emotional Investigations. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to join me as we unravel the mystery behind our emotions. Since our feelings last longer than our memories, we will investigate our feelings and search for the clues that they leave behind. I'm here to help you solve what is really going on in our heads, our hearts, and our bodies, and how it all affects our relationships. Every week, I will give you tools and your next steps to get an ish done. I'm KDC, your host, a mindful relationship coach and your guide to help you find the light around every dark corner and to encourage you to dig a little deeper. Let's find out which feelings we tend to ignore and which ones we rely on the most. As a true crime junkie, I'm not scared of a little mystery. And since you're here, I have a feeling that you are down for the same. So welcome. Alfred says hello. Good.
Grab your favorite treat, a mug drink, and your notebook. As always, go grab a copy of today's field notes over on kdccoaching.com slash eipod. Let's get it started today. So I'm glad you're here and ready for some emotional investigations. All right, friends, our word of the week is acceptance. And in our feelings dictionary that I'm making, I'm not, but I guess maybe I should. But my definition of acceptance is to be mindfully received as enough. So when I think of acceptance and the receiving mindfully, I think of it as being seen and heard and understood. We spend so much of our lives looking for these places where we feel like we fit and to be part of conversations where we feel like we don't have to defend ourselves and say, fuck it, (laughs) and not get twisted and worried about what people are going to think of you. So where do you feel like you feel accepted right now? There are a lot of things and thoughts and feelings that can make this a really hard one to get into. And I found it's because our feelings of guilt and loneliness are just so strong that we often feel like we don't belong. And we don't belong to our number one, being ourselves. Just like our word last week, balance, (laughs) that's when we are in harmony with our thoughts, our feelings, and actions. And again, with guilt, something is off because it's one of those things that aren't in balance. And it's our thoughts. It's our thoughts that bring us here. I know all (laughs) too well as a parent that I had so many expectations about being the perfect Pinterest parent, like the one that can make all the meals, do all the crafts, you know, just have it all together and look good while doing it. (laughs) I would try to emulate what I saw online and I felt like I wasn't accepted sometimes, often by the kids themselves, not accepted by other moms because I am still not a bio mom, but a foster parent. I felt guilt about doing things wrong because I felt like that would fuck up my kids. How often? All right, parents, how often is our parent guilt activated, right? I felt guilt because I was going against the grain. I felt guilt leaving them to do things for myself. Just so much guilt all of the time. But it was with my own emotional investigation, I found that my guilt stemmed from the simple thought of not being good enough. Not a good enough parent, mentor, survivor, human, all of it. Always never feeling good enough. And this is an evil, evil thought because it buries itself deep inside your heart and soul. And it will come and show itself when we're not expecting it. And and it will pop out in full force, reminds me, um, um, excuse me, friend, this isn't right. You know you're not right. You know that you're going to get in trouble and that there's somebody else better out there to do this than you. You know that you're not right and not enough. 
And so it was spending time with that thought, the thought of not being enough. Like, yes, okay, I know that it comes up, but why the fuck does it keep coming up? And like, I want to believe in something different, but how the hell do I get myself there? And again, it wasn't until I found the root thought of that I'm not safe with me, that I don't belong to me, that my life was for my kids and for my work, and that was it. But that's not true. You are a full human on your own, with or without kids, with or without a partner, with or without anything. You, my friend, are human period. And it has taken me a lot of time, a lot of therapy, (laughs) a lot of reflection and learning that this not enoughness was just a lie I kept telling myself. It was a lie that I was the last safe space that I could rely on. It was because I didn't trust my thoughts or my feelings or my actions, I just felt out of balance with me. So I had to find those dark places and find forgiveness and understanding and kindness and really telling that voice in my head that tells me that I'm not enough to shut the fuck up and sit down. Just sit down, just shut up and sit down. So your mission this week is to look into those dark spaces of where you are not accepting yourself and ask why. Why have you built up these walls to keep yourself out? We create habits and techniques to keep others at arm's length away, but we also forget that that keeps us away as well. So remember to let yourself in. I gotta love RuPaul, another thing I'm watching, (laughs) the American and the British one right now. But Mama Ru says it best. And if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you gonna love somebody else? Feeling full, feeling enough, feeling accepted will never be filled by another human or another thing or another job. Trust me, I tried. The only way I felt accepted was really accepting myself first. And that was hard because my anxiety has always been a constant companion. Oh my God, who else used to watch Dexter? (laughs) I loved that show. His companion was evil. Well, I guess anxiety is evil as well, but (laughs) once I got sober, Man, my anxiety came out full force because I couldn't hide anymore. Again, keeping people, experiences, things at arm lengths the way, that was my go-to ignoring technique. It was my stress relieval. What? It was my stress reliever. The groups of people that I was hanging out with were all just ways that I would ignore. They were all tools I learned to survive, but I was done surviving. So this meant meeting my anxiety, and finding ways for it to work with me instead of against. And really when that veil of my addiction was removed and I was introduced to all of these yucky, gross, grippy, tense feelings, 
all of those things that I was trying to ignore, the guilt, the loneliness, the anxiety, all of it was staring me straight in the fucking face. And I was scared as fuck. Like, how do I get through this without a fucking drink? I've never done that before. So that must mean it's impossible, right? No, wrong. (laughs) I made the commitment to myself that my livelihood depended on it. And that I was sick of being on a different side and felt like I was just constantly fighting against myself. I wanted to use my inner warrior power (laughs) to help me get through me. Thick and thin, friends. It's all we got is us. (sighs) Okay, another thing I've been watching. (laughs) is Vikings. And I feel like a battle scene (laughs) in Vikings because on one side I'm standing all alone, frozen, just frozen, not able to move my feet, my mouth. I could let out a scream, but doesn't mean I'm going anywhere. And just running towards me are these giant feeling warriors ready to take me out. But it's looking them in the eye, acknowledging them that they're there and asking them, what do you want me to know? And just picturing this battle, once I did that, they all just stopped in their tracks and was like, oh shit, we've never done this before. Oh shit, and this time you're actually ready to listen? Oh shit, you've removed the judgment and the resentment, Ugh. okay, well, you're not going to like it, but this is what we have to tell you. And sure, I didn't like it, but I was more curious than anything, driven by fear, but guided by kindness. It was really wanting to know what these old beliefs wanted me to know, and it was to show me how to live along my anxiety, how to investigate my feelings, how to feel things all the way through, how to listen to what my heart needed to heal. And not just so that I could help me, but so that I can help you too. And so what do you do to numb and ignore, to shove it all down? We're going to talk about this more throughout February, but for your mission this week, how do you ignore? How do you numb? Maybe like me, you drink, maybe drugs, I was also great with numbing with food, pushed me into diabetes, but yes. And so I know that there are many different ways to ignore our feelings. Maybe we just push ourselves into people-pleasing mode so that we're only focusing on everybody else's expectations. Again, even though it feels like we're bringing them in, it's still a technique we use to keep ourselves out because we're not working with what we want and need. We're trying to fit into somebody else's mold. Did you do dry January? Have you done a dry month before? Just notice how you felt. How often would you look for that escape? What did you do instead? How we show up in these spaces is the hard work. (sighs) So think of how you learned about acceptance as a small kid. Did you feel accepted by your family, your friends, those around you? Did you not? I just keep thinking 
of little me. And I want you to do the same. This is why I keep saying to show up with grace and kindness because just picture little you. They are the ones that need to hear that they're not alone and that they are safe and accepted right here. I want you to consider guilt and shame because those two BFFs, goddamn, walk hand in hand. So if you're feeling guilty, it's usually because there's shame lurking close by. I recognized my shame and was able to see it for what it was, an imposter, a saboteur. <laughs> so to get rid of the guilt, look for where shame sneaks in. And remember, shame is sneaky, sneaky and plays mean tricks like telling you that it's your fault or that you cannot. And it's your job. It's our job together to find those places, to forgive the dark places that they reside in. So is your guilt self-inflicted? How is it helping you get to that future you? How can you find acceptance with yourself? Is there a way that you could introduce play into your life? I was going to say play with yourself. And in some context, I, I'm not joking. Like be playful with you. Get back to you. How can you feel like you are accepted by you? How can you give yourself that today? Let's do a kindness check-in. So journal these questions. What are you proud of? What do you need to give yourself today? How can you help someone else today? Did I drink water? today. What did I feed myself? Thoughts, feelings, food, all of it. You need to show up for you first and no one's going to help you feel accepted if you don't accept yourself. So how do you numb? How do you feel the morning after? What is your heart seeking? Feel like Often we feel like we're not worth the time, the energy, the love, because we feel unlovable. And we think that the magic is going to come from that outside source. But again, friends, it's not. It's only going to come from us. But it could be why you feel stuck. So look for ways you can forgive yourself. Remember, kindness drives change. And you are filled with magic and mistakes. And that is okay. So maybe now is the perfect time to feel accepted by you. Self-love, baby, self-love. So as a part of the mastermind, I am going to be bringing more intuitive tarot to the club. And we're also going to be doing full and new moon journaling sessions. And if you want a tarot reading, let me know. Since it's a new month, I wanted to pull some cards just for us, just for here. And so as we have been talking about feeling accepted, I'm going to pull three cards. One about our thoughts, what we're thinking and how we can flip the script. 
Second card will be for our feelings, what we're currently feeling and what's holding us back and how we can break free and let it go. And then lastly, the card I will pull is for our action. So what we need to do to move ahead. So before I reveal, just take a deep breath in and out. So our thoughts brings us the seven of wands. And in regards to our thoughts, we need to stand up for what we believe in. So did you finish your list of values? Because that could be the perfect place for you to start. It can be an easy way to also feel defensive. So just remember to create thoughts of community and find ease in your work. And yeah, connect. It's time to connect to your values to find out what you really need to believe in, what you want to stand up for. That is what the Seven of Wands is revealing to us now. Our second card, <clears throat> our second card around our feelings brings us the Two of Swords. And this card tells us to go a little bit slowly, get centered before speaking. So you may be feeling like you want to speak up, but just be mindful of the words you are using, the people you are talking to. And all right. And the last card I pulled for us is the five of emotions. And this card for our actions, it's funny because um, we've been talking about acceptance uh, throughout this episode. And the five of emotions starts off with just thinking about how we've drifted from our emotions and our actions and our goals in the past we might be feeling numb <laughs> and the five of emotion cards just tells me that there is a lot of sadness and grief but there's so much love and laughter and hopefulness on its way I love um, the deck that I'm using right now is the muse tarot and the five of emotions also tells us that processing is a process. <laughs> so feel the feelings so that you can heal. So I know that it's gonna be scary and it's going to be hard. So if you do want that guidance, please reach out because this is the hard work, friends, but this is the shit that counts. Your mission this week is to look inwards find those spaces where you still find it hard to accept yourself and ask how you can create forgiveness and kindness to yourself in this space. Acceptance is hard because we just want to be seen and heard and understood as we are. And with the internet and with other humans, with expectations, it can be hard to really feel accepted by others. But remember, you are accepted and loved right here as you are right here as you are. You are filled with mistakes, but so much magic, so much magic. 
And there are things that I have done in my life that I'm not proud of. But I also want to forgive those versions of me. I know that I was trying to survive. And I want to do better. Know better and do better, right? And so this week, I'm adding on to your mission. As you brush your teeth, before you leave the bathroom, look at yourself in the mirror. This took me a long time to do, (laughs) even just to get to this part. Just to look at your eyes in the mirror and say to yourself, I belong to me. And then say it one more time like you mean it. I belong to me. I love you, friends. I love you. I'm rooting so hard for you over here. No, again, mastermind stuff launches at the end of February. We're going to do a full moon opening ceremony in March. We're going to have so much fun together. I am just so excited to hold this space for you so that you know that you are accepted within this group. That's it. That's all I got this week, friends. I'll talk to you soon. Well, Ace, we've reached the end of today's case file. Go grab your field notes by heading to kdccoaching.com slash eipod. When you click on the player, it brings you over to Anchor, where you can leave me a voice message with your own clues and questions. Please do this girl a solid and make sure you subscribe to the pod so that you're notified of new episodes released weekly. And by leaving a rating and review, it helps others find the fam. Head on over to Instagram and follow for more at Emotional Investigation and at KDC Coaching. As you travel through the world this week, remember, kindness drives change. It may feel like we're on this journey alone, but you're not. Thanks for joining me. Talk to you next time.